Welcome along to a bonus episode of the St Albans Film Guide with Chris and Sam. Now, we got our calendar wires crossed and we recorded an episode even though it was actually Tim and Danny's week this week. So, to not let all of our witty banter go to waste and chat about films, that this, that and the other, we thought we'd give you this extra ep. You can listen now to our opinions on films coming out in the cinema this week, streaming services and Chris's picks of films on free-to-air television. You'll hear reference to Vertigo, uh, which was on last night, Friday the 5th of November. We're putting this out on Saturday the 6th. If you take anything away from this podcast, it is stop whatever you're doing, check the time and go watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is on tonight on BBC4, 9pm. You will not regret it. Enjoy this bonus ep and see you next week. The Film Guide with Chris and Sam, part of the St Albans podcast with Danny Smith. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, St Albans Film Guide is out. Here we are again with me, producer Sam, and Christopher Aikman, local film fan. Hello. Hello, Dr. Rolf. Uh, It is I, local film fan, Chris Aikman, and uh, we're here to talk about films, I believe. That is entirely correct yes we will start out with what's new to cinema uh, then we will look at what is coming to streaming services followed by your pick of where to next uh, looking at international films around the world and followed up in part four with your choice of films on free to air television well Let's get started then. Uh, cinema, you said, yeah? What's new to cinema? Yes, please. Okay. I would love that. Uh, so it's quite a relatively big week for films because uh, today the uh, newest Marvel film has come out. Uh, that is Chloe Zhao's Eternals. Chloe Zhao obviously won the Oscar for Best Director at the Oscars uh, earlier this year for Nomadland. And she's got into the Marvel game. Um, and this is an... A whole host of new characters. Um, They've had a couple of these in a row with Shang-Chi and now Eternals. uh, Introducing a lot of new characters uh, with an all-star cast, including Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kamel Anjani, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Lee McHugh, Lauren Ridloff, Barry Cohen, Don Lee, Harish Patel, Kit Harrington, Salma Hayek, and Angelina Jolie. Uh, Big names there, Chris. There are some big names, and a lot of them as well. So the Eternals are sort of super-powered alien race who've come to Earth thousands of years ago and lived among uh, humans and protected the Earth from deviants, but they're not allowed to get involved in any other conflict uh, between humans or anything else that's not deviant-related. That's, a, I believe... I mean, I haven't seen the film yet, but uh, deviants are a type of monster or creature that they have to... I'm assuming that someone's going to deviate from that plan, Christopher. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, so yeah, that's out today. Uh, Eternals also out today, um, directed by Paul Schrader, is the Card Counter, which is a film starring uh, Oscar Isaac as a an ex military interrogator who is now a gambler, but he's haunted by the ghosts of his past. Uh, aren't we all? Um, so <laughs> literally, that's... I was literally going to say, aren't we all? 
So <laughs> that's uh, Oscar Isaac. It's also got Tiffany Haddish, uh, Ty Sheridan, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, that's out today. And also out today is Pablo Lorraine's Spencer. Uh, this is Christian Stewart playing Diana, Princess of oh. Wales. Oh, uh, no. Okay. And it follows Diana's decision to end her marriage to Prince Charles and leave the royal family. So, do we need this? Like, I mean, you might not, but what is the what is the purpose though? Like, I'm not, I don't. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. People who want to see it are going to want to see it. People who won't, won't. Sure. Okay. That's that's how stuff works. Sure. So, uh, Pablo Lorraine also. Uh, directed uh, Jackie, which came out a few years ago, uh, with Natalie Portman as Jackie Kennedy, and it's about her and in the aftermath of uh, John F. Kennedy's uh, assassination. So he he clearly has a thing for telling these stories about you know, famous women in these sort of very you know, th- these these points in their lives where you know something dramatic has has happened. These very famous women and what goes on behind the scenes and all that. So that's Spencer also out today. Now, also out today, I'm I'm going to just skim past this one a little bit, just but just say uh, Red Notice, uh, which stars Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, is out on a limited release today. It's out for a week in cinemas. I don't know if it's staying longer, but then next week it will be out on uh, Netflix. It's going to be on to Netflix. Uh, but it's having a limited release in cinemas. So I'll leave that for next week's pod to discuss uh, Red Notice. But that is also out. Very exciting. Excellent. So here we are in part two, new to streaming. So what do we have coming up out on Netflix? So on Netflix, you have... You you don't have you're not releasing it Netflix releasing it. I mean, sure, but I do have Netflix. So. You do have Netflix. You have access to Netflix, but you so see, you might see when you log into Netflix, uh, Passing, uh, directed by Rebecca Hall, um, who's a well-known actress, uh, and this is a it's adapted from a novel from 1929 uh, called Passing. Uh, it was by Nella Larson, and it tells the story of two black women in the 1920s in New York and they were close childhood friends and uh, they're called Irene played by Tess Thompson and Claire played by Ruth Neger who Claire can pass as white so she's um, light-skinned African-American and light enough that she can pass as being white and chooses to do so and she's actually she's married a, a white man who is unaware of her race. And Irene and Claire, uh, having been childhood friends, actually then reunite uh, in adulthood and start to you know get together. And it's it's all you know she's she this apparent white woman is inviting this black woman into her her lives and the mm. lives of her. A white extended family and uh, i mean th- passing uh, as white was is not you, know, you go back into history it's not an uncommon thing that people used to do because it's a horrible truth that your you know people who could do it their lives were were better they were not you know, you know hassled daily and subjected to horrible racist abuse and and you know could get better jobs 
and things like that. So it's a, a an interesting story. And uh, Rebecca Hall, um, who you uh, people might know from Iron Man three. And I think she was in Vicky Christina Barcelona and quite a few things. She's quite a recognizable actor. Uh, she, she's stepped behind the camera for this one. And that is out on Netflix today. Well, sounds really interesting. And yeah, two amazing actors as well in the lead roles yes. there. Yeah. Seth yeah. Thompson and Ruth Negger are, are great. Mm-hmm. Pretty much whatever they do. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm sure it'll be a, probably a hard watch, but you know, yes. important story nonetheless. It's also it's also um, in black and white. Oh, cool! It's uh, so stylistically interesting mm. choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, moving away from Netflix and going on to Apple TV, there is a new film called Finch, which stars Tom Hanks, and this is a post-apocalyptic sci-fi drama um the sort of film which i find myself wanting to watch less and less over the last 18 months <laughs> i i don't what, i don't apocalypse? know what yeah sort of apocalyptic I uh, no I, I don't i don't know no, i don't know i'm not sure really Some, no. something has just put me off it just a little nothing, bit there's nothing going on is there um so this is yes uh starring tom hanks as a he's a he's an inventor he's the last man on earth uh, and okay. he, he's got a dog companion. Oh no! So, I have to check. I'll have to check on dog. Does the dog die? Does first. the dog die? Com, which is actually we should say this to the listener. Very useful website. Does the dog die? Com, and it does more than it says. It will tell you if a dog dies, which is a key thing. But also, it's generally good for um, content warnings and and things like that. So yeah. it. it lists a whole load of things like you know is there drug abuse or does someone get shot or things yeah. like it, the, abuse, the list other, is yeah it's endless. quite it's a very long list um but, but it's, mo- it's, most it, importantly does the dog die yeah and it's done in a way that's spoiler free so that it's you know you can still enjoy the movie without finding out po- actual, important like plot points yeah. or whatever but if you have specific like triggers or whatever to do with various content, then you can avoid movies based on that. So possibly worth uh, looking at that for this. Uh, but he's an alien inventor. He's the last man on Earth, and he builds an android uh, to keep him and his dog company and um, to look after his dog when he passes away. So <laughs> Chris, it please. Sounds, it's <laughs> it sounds like your sort of film. Uh, cheerful and lovely. I don't. I don't know. I, I might. I don't give... know if I can do that one. Honestly. Yes, I might give this one a miss. Um, but obviously, Tom Hanks is is always great. But uh, who knows? We'll I just can't handle any more Wilson style scenes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I miss that volleyball more than more than <laughs> some of people in my life that I've known. So you know, it's a very odd. Yeah. No, that's a that's a fair comment. That's a fair comment. Uh, but yeah, so that is passing on Netflix and Finch on Apple TV out today. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over ten years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views, and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. 
As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Okay, Chris, let's talk about your pick of films on free-to-air television and starting with tonight, Friday the 5th of November on Film 4 at 4.20pm, so more like this afternoon, I should say, Yes, we have Vertigo. Yes, Alfred Hitchcock's classic Vertigo from 1958, uh, sometimes ranked as... Well, it's often ranked as one of the greatest films ever made. Ever? Uh, so, yeah, ever. It stars James Stewart and Kim Novak. And James Stewart is a, a police detective, a former police detective who's going into early retirement um, after he develops uh, a, a, a acrophobia, which is extreme fear of heights, and vertigo, which is um, the, the weird disorientating sort of rotational sense of movement that you get when uh yeah looking down on things or mm. makes you feel dizzy so he he retires from the force uh but he gets pulled into a an intriguing mystery yes vertigo film four four twenty uh pm that is one of the hitchcocks i've not seen so mm. 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 interesting mm. <laughs> good pick um, it seems to me, scrolling down this list, and obviously we'll get to it, Like you had some decent movies to choose from this week, Chris. This week was a good one. Uh, I think Sometimes I think... it's terrible. Yeah. And I... you really have to scrape the barrel. I think, um, I don't know, going into winter, people obviously indoors a bit more. They're not, you know, I mean, I know we've all been indoors for like two years, but... More generally, people are sitting around at home, um, less likely to be out in the park or whatever. So, yeah, I think movies get a bit more. <laughs> the choice of movie improves in the wintertime, perhaps. Quite I'm possibly, sure. yeah. Any hey, any hey. So uh, t- tomorrow, Saturday, the 6th of November. Oh, my days, Chris. This this might be your pick of yep. the year on BBC4, yeah. 9pm. We have Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So if you have not seen Celine Sciamma's Portrait of a Lady on Fire, do yourself a favour and tune in to BBC4 at 9pm to watch. It's just a brilliant movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to describe how good it is. Uh, It's, it's, well, it's a period piece, which I know will put a lot of people off. I mean, that normally would put me off, to be honest, Chris. I'm not a period piece person no. with all the alliteration there. But, yeah, this this is fantastic. So it's set in 18th century France and stars uh, Noémie Melon and Adèle Henel uh, as um, Marianne and Héloïse. And Marianne is hired by Héloïse's mother to paint Héloïse's portrait for her future suitors and they they you know initially it's it's sort of done under false pretenses uh, heloise is told that marianne is is basically being hired as a 
walking companion essentially and she because Eloise will not sit for a portrait she does not want this to happen and so Marianne has to walk with her and study her face and then paint at night when uh Heloise does not know she's doing it and <laughs> like just the skill involved in that alone is pretty wild yeah so I would watch a movie just based I would just watch a movie of someone painting someone's face having <laughs> not have them in the room <laughs> But this goes other places, which is great. As it well. does. Uh, it's got an incredibly small cast. Uh, there's only uh, four really um, characters with any actual substantial lines, and it's just a, a beautiful, well-paced, incredibly well-acted, lovely, lovely film um, that should be seen by everyone. Yeah, because I think the title sounds quite violent. I mean, Lady on Fire is pretty brutal yeah. sounding, um, but it isn't, you know, that isn't, it's not a horror. It, I'm, what? No, it's not a horror. No, it's not. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give anyone the <laughs> false impression that this is a horror film. No, it isn't a horror. I, I completely retract my previous mm-mm noises. Yeah. Um. But no, so yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it it could sound like, you know, girl with a uh, drag tattoo style. I don't know that sort of a thing, but yeah, it's not at all. It's not at all, and yeah, it's just mm, a chef's kiss of a movie. Yep. So BBC Four, nine PM on Saturday. Okay, so then skipping over to Sunday. At 6.55pm on Great Movies, we have The Truman Show. We do have The Truman Show, and it is Peter Weir's film uh, starring uh, Jim Carrey as Truman, a man who uh, is in a reality TV show, only he doesn't know it. He's been um, from birth, basically. He's grown up in this reality TV show, his, Mm. his life watched every single day by millions and millions of people around the world and dystopian futures much but yes yeah and everyone in his life is an actor who is um yes performing a job for him and then gradually truman starts to to get a little bit suspicious he's got the sus and it's jim carrey's on top form he, he he does a bit of the classic Jim Carrey stuff, but a lot of it's also, you know, it's one of his more reined in performances, quite a subtle performance, but it's got a great cast as well. Laura Linney, Ed Harris. Um, it's it's well worth a watch. Uh, Peter Weir's The Truman Show on great movies at 6.55 on Sunday. And on Monday, the 8th of November, we have... Now, you said to me, Chris, oh, I haven't yep. picked any movies on the horror channel because, you know... That's literally my one channel that I will pick movies from because everything yes. else. We watched Bermuda Tentacles. Oh you, yes, we did, picked. and it was ah, oh, it was beautiful. <sighs> it was terrible. The two point five out of ten was. Accurate. It really earned those two point five uh, stars. <laughs> but yes, so you know, look, I didn't say it was going to be good. I just said it was on. <laughs> It's your pick of films to watch on free-to-air TV. There was nothing to pick, Chris. <laughs> I didn't have Portrait of a Lady on Fire just up on a plate for me. All right? Okay. 
I'm sorry. However, even though you haven't picked a horror channel, a horror channel, a movie on the horror channel, yeah, you have picked a horror movie. I have on film four at eleven ten p.m. Fair play, you know, it needs to be later on in that in the night time so that no one's accidentally flicking on that doesn't want to be uh, watching. We have Dog Soldiers. Neil Marshall's Dog Soldiers, the director of The Descent, uh, Neil Marshall. Uh, he's done a Soldiers versus Werewolves film. It's see, great. See, if he called it Soldiers versus Werewolves, <laughs> then it, it would have been terrible, wouldn't it? It would so, have been Shark, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It would so, have been... A bunch of British soldiers who are in the Scottish Highlands doing a training exercise um, are basically attacked by werewolves and have to defend themselves from werewolves. Starts Kevin McNally and no, not Kevin McNally. That's that's not who's in it. Uh, it stars Sean Pertwee. And... Well, that's it. You're sacked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I this is what I'm going to say. It's not yeah, Kevin McKidd. Kevin McNally is the uh, guy that's in. Uh, he's he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's uh, Jack Sparrow's like first mate. That's Kevin McNally. This is Kevin McKidd, uh, and also Liam, Liam Cunningham, who's more recently uh, been seen on Game of Thrones. And it's uh, it's a great sort of British low budget, inventive, funny action horror film, and it. Traumatized my younger brother, youngest brother, <laughs> for quite a few years following seeing it. We should not have let him see it. No, He's all right I mean, now. He he can barely uh, go to the werewolf section of the zoo, can he? These days. <laughs> yes, the werewolf section very much not his thing. All right, brilliant. So Tuesday, the 9th of November, on four seven at nine pm, we have Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes, this is the sixth Mission Impossible film. Uh, I know I pick the Mission Impossibles quite often uh, when they come up, uh, but this is the sixth and probably best, which is uh, unlike a lot of other film franchises where they just seemingly keep getting better and better. Uh, Tom Cruise is obviously doing lots of um, impressive over-the-top stunts, which he all did himself. And is, is this the one where he hangs out a plane or no? No, that's um, the other one. Ghost, Ghost Nation? <laughs> Ghost. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. Rogue, Rogue Nation, Ghost, Pro- Ghost Protocol. I think that's Rogue Nation. All right, sorry. This is the one where he does a... Uh, he jumps out of a plane, and then the, the obviously the cameraman has had to jump out as well and has a camera up to his head, so they had to, like do focus pulling whilst maintaining being like only a few feet away from Tom Cruise while he jumped. I mean, while I have the idea that it most likely would have been a man, I would like to ask you to say camera person in future, Chris. I only, I was going to say camera Mm. person, but I know for a fact it was a man. All right. I'll let you off. But yes, I, I have seen the behind the scenes. Yes, we have watched a lot of the behind the scenes, which because it is very interesting, uh, because the stunts are wild in those yep. movies, and to see how they are actually, you know, put together and filmed and thought of and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, is very interesting. Uh so yeah, okay, cool. Um, that's fine. 
But yes, focus pulling in itself as well is like an art that no not one people, ever yeah. appreciates. Not enough people know about focus pulling. It's, There's a lot of very interesting videos on YouTube and things like that about wow. the art of focus pulling. And uh, it's quite the skill. Mm, it Yeah. It's one of those jobs that if you do it well, no one ever notices that you've done it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Hats off, focus pullers. Let's move on to Wednesday then, shall we? <laughs> we shall. So here we are, final pick for the week on Wednesday, the 10th of November on Film 4, 6.15pm, you have The Martian. Yeah, Matt Damon gets stuck on Mars. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's it. So we're, it's set in a future where we have done crewed space missions to Mars and a horrible, uh, basically a horrible accident uh, happens where the rest of the crew blast off and Matt Damon is thought to be dead, but he ain't. And so they've evacuated the planet and left him behind. And so he has to survive on the surface of Mars based purely on his his ingenuity and will to go on and mm. then start communicating with Earth. And it's a very good book, Andy Weir's book, uh, but it's also a very good adaptation of the book. Yeah, I think um, in terms of scientific accuracy, it's been commended for having quite a high scientific accuracy in terms of all the different bits and pieces that happen. Sort of the initial... The inciting incident is... The incite, yes, that's the phrase. Inciting incident where the there's a, a huge storm and, you know, high winds, dust, all that stuff. Yes, there are dust storms on Mars, but the atmosphere is so thin, it's, you know, it, incredibly thin in comparison to the Earth's atmosphere. The wind speeds could never be such that are portrayed uh, in the movie. And so, yeah, that's fine, you know. You've got to have some poetic license for this stuff. Great. Fine. But then, yeah, going forward from there, it's pretty decent. So I think like in, in to be able to have that scientific accuracy and the sort of drama uh, and conflict within the storyline, yeah, really impressive. Yeah, very good. So that's Wednesday, 6.15 on Film 4. Great. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for all of your insights and picks of the week. Uh, on free-to-air television. All right, well, thank you very much for listening. You can catch us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at St. Albans Podcast as well. And we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.